The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. AM 850, KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And we are still talking to St. Peter down there, St. Peter's Hook and Crook. And welcome back, our favorite fishing and shepherding supply store owner. As I just said, we're talking to St. Peter. And how is the sheep dipping going, Peter? I think you got the uh, uh, dip one, get one, the, the what you call it, the dogo special. Oh, is that still Oh, that's one? right. Thank you for reminding me. That's right. Right now, you bring in one sheep and we'll give you the second sheep for free and i'm glad you asked gary because you know this is the time uh with winter coming this is the time uh, you you need to get in you need to get your sheep dip now but it also gives me the opportunity to share a special surprise i have for you gary a special surprise for me why well, i'm really afraid to ask well, you know, we realize that with COVID, uh, a lot of people won't be able to come down here to the shop. Uh, they'll be dipping their sheep at home. So we've bottled up our flagship sheep dipping product and are making it available at your local retailers. You know, uh, I, I was thinking about bringing my sheep down there also this week, and it, not just the COVID. Uh, you said we had to put the mask on the sheep. And oh yeah, I and, and six six foot six foot apart. Yes, yeah, so every I, sheep. I couldn't figure that part out, so that kept me from doing that. So you're saying you have a flagship dipping? Uh, try, yes. Try saying that ten times. Flagship dipping. <laughs> yeah, flagship sheep dipping. <laughs> you, you, flagship. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, here's the surprise, though, okay. Gary. So we've got this new bottled sheep dip that we're selling. You know. And we've named it in honor of you. You did. But every label bears your face and the words, Dippy Gary Duncan's Premium Sheep Dip. Well, that's quite an honor, but I hope you've got it printed right. Dippy, comma, right? Gary Duncan's Premium Sheep Dip? Sheep Dip? Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> See, it is hard to say <laughs> yes, ten times it fast, is. isn't it? Yeah. So that, that would be the... Actually, Chip Dip sounds better than Cheap Dip. <laughs> you got any <laughs> potato chips there? <laughs> well, no, we don't recommend that you use the dip for... Okay. Uh, just for your sheep. Okay. And, and you're right. The comma's important, isn't it? That would be the correct punctuation. Wouldn't want people to think that you... You were the dippy one. <laughs> well, well, look at that. <laughs> the printer did forget the comma. <laughs> it all kind of runs together there. Dippy Gary Duncan. <laughs> dippy Gary Duncan. Uh, uh, you, you're going to fix that, though, right, Peter? Well, 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 of course. On the next batch, we'll make sure every label has that important comma. The next batch? Well, right, you know, we've already sent out 100,000 bottles to area grocery stores, hardware stores, and pharmacies, all with your picture and the words, Dippy Gary Duncan. Uh, but no one would think the word Dippy applies to you, Gary. But then again, maybe they would, you know. I, uh, well, you know what, we, we really need to get started with our devotion. Yes, we do. <laughs> and thanks for the honor, Peter. 
Last week we were talking about the parable of the shepherd and lost sheep in Luke chapter 14, but you kind of left us hanging. You said you had five facts to share with us, but you only got around to three. What are the other yeah, two? that's right. I'm sorry, we're busy here. we got sheep to dip, and you can't keep the customers waiting. Uh, so perhaps it would be good if we just read the whole parable again. Then I'll summarize the first three facts, and, and we'll go from there. I figured you'd say that, and I've got the Bible right here. It's open from Luke chapter 15, verse 4 and following. If a person has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the lost one until he finds it? When he finds it, he lays it on his shoulders and is glad. He goes home and calls his friends and neighbors together and says to them, Be happy with me. I found my lost sheep. So I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 good people who do not need to repent. Uh, thank you, Dippy. I, I mean, uh, uh, Gary, <laughs> a little mistake there. Uh, so the first fact we learn from this word of God is that we are in a wilderness. Uh, this is not a land of milk and honey, but of struggle and death. We see that dramatically in the headlines of violence and COVID that appear almost daily. 200,000 people, they tell me now, Gary. Mm. Sad fact number two is that we are the sheep lost in this wilderness. As the Bible says, all men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and the soul that sinneth shall die. But the third fact is the best. There is a shepherd, Jesus Christ, who is looking for us in this wilderness. He will continue to look for us until he finds us. And the facts that follow that fact are even more joyous. Read for us again, Gary, what happens after the shepherd finds us. Jesus says when he finds it, that is the sheep, he lays it on his shoulder and is glad. He goes home and calls his friends and neighbors together and says to them, be happy with me. I have found my lost sheep. When he finds his precious sheep, he lays him on his shoulders and carries him home. What comforting words. Uh, Gary, are you familiar with the poem Footprints on the Sand? I certainly am. It's pretty much a staple of Christian devotion. What, you wouldn't happen to have a copy handy, would you? You know what? There's a there's a photograph on the wall that has that on it. It shows Is the that? sand and it's got the words right on it. W would you read that, please? Please sure. go ahead. Okay. Can I see it from here? Yeah, I can see it from here. One night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along a beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashes a scene of his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there were only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times of his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said you'd walk with me all the way, but I've noticed that during the most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, my son, my precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trials and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, that was me as I carried you. And that was written by Mary Stevens, who passed away herself over 20 years ago. And it is a beautiful poem and a fine word of comfort. Uh, but, you know, it's not entirely accurate. Not entirely accurate. What do you mean? 
The fact is, if we looked back over the path of our life, for the most part, there would only be one set of footprints. The truth, as we've seen from this parable, he always has us on, on his shoulders, not just during the times of trouble. You see, I hope and pray that this day will be an easy one for you, Gary. You will go about your work, eat your meals, hug your family, take your rest. But don't you see, Gary, you, you provided none of this yourself. All of this has been the gift of your father. We do the work, true, but he is the one who gives us the work, and by his merciful hand, he is the one who makes the work profitable. Like a little bird, we go out and hunt and peck for the food. But let us never forget that only the Father can give us our meat in due season. So you see, Jesus actually carries us on his shoulders all the way, not just during the times of trial. In other words, if we look back, there would only be one set of footprints. That's Jesus carrying us. Well, there might be a second set of times. If you look carefully, you would see they are our footprints, our footprints as we wandered away from him. After all, the prophet Isaiah says, all of us like sheep have gone astray. But look again, and you will see the trail of his footprints following after. As the text says, he seeks his sheep until he finds it. And as you said, that's a fact even when we don't see it or feel it. True. You know, Gary, it's so easy for sheep to see the dangers of the wilderness around them and, and become frightened. I suppose from the viewpoint of the shepherd's shoulders, perhaps we even overlook the shepherd himself. All the more reason, I would say, to go to the Bible and worship in God's house so that we can remember that our good shepherd is near. He's got us on his shoulders. But now I'm sounding like a pastor, and there's one other important fact I'd like to share. And what's the final fact? Well, look where he's carrying us to, Gary. Read again the end of the text. He goes home and calls his friends and neighbors together and says to them, Be happy with me. I have found my lost sheep. Yeah, we said it before and we'll say it again. We are now living in a wilderness. As the old hymn goes, I am but a stranger here. And best we remember that. There is the occasional oasis, uh, the inn where we take lodging for a few days. But we are not home yet. But the last comforting fact is that he will carry us home to our father's mansions where there is a place especially prepared for each of us. And what celebration there will be when we, the repentant sinners, are finally carried to our home. That's a great fact to know. And we have an eternal home. And an even greater fact is that Jesus is going to carry us there. Uh, there is much in this world that would make us doubt that. Uh, that should not surprise us, for this world is a barren desert, as I said. And on our own, we do not know the way home. God grant us then to hear our shepherd's voice when he speaks to us in his word and in his sacraments. For as we hear his words, we will know he is near, that he has found us, and as the text promises us, he will carry us home. Well, Peter, again, thank you for those comforting thoughts. Oh, don't thank me. Thank the shepherd. These are his comforting words, not mine. Thank you for being on the program again today, Peter. Are we going to talk to you again next week? We will talk to you again next week. Yes. And you have more of the uh, specials with the sheep dipping and the dippy Gary Duncan stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> We'll get that corrected, Gary. We'll get that comma in there. It's just going to take a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, 100,000 bottles. Yeah, it might it. not be till next year. <laughs> yes. Well, it's got to be better than 2020 anyway, hopefully. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> By the way, don't take this for COVID. Please, no. It won't help. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Uh, we'll talk to you next week then. We are the messenger of good news, KFUO.